Hi guys. Hello. This is a Patreon exclusive, not so exclusive, because we're letting you guys listen to it right now for free. <laughs> <laughs> we want to give you a little taste of what you could get on Patreon if you become a patron. Yes, we um, have a bunch of cool stuff planned for Patreon, and we have Mystic Talks, or Mystic Storytime, I think that's what we're going to call it, and basically it's going to be some stuff that can't be on the podcast, but it's still like really fun to listen to. And then we have another series on there, which is just like bonus content. And this bonus content that we're sharing with you guys today is all about high magic. Um, so we had an episode where we talked about like folk magic and we ended up getting some questions about high magic. And yeah, we had a friend come on and he explains it all. Very well. Mm-hmm. We think you'll enjoy it. So yeah, if you want more of this type of content, please become a patron. Link down below. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Enjoy. (laughs) We had a guest on recently, Thomas, who um, they were talking to us about folk magic. And um, I thought it would be fun, and you don't have to talk about it if you don't want to, but I know you mentioned early on in your, like, life journey, you did some stuff with, like, groups, and, um, Uh yeah, I don't know, I was wondering if maybe you could talk a little bit about that, and, like, maybe the difference between, um, like, regular folk magic and, say, like, high magic or, like, ritual or ceremonial stuff. Well. If you remember that conversation, I didn't let, like the group stuff that much. <laughs> yes, you can, um, put the cult in a cult. In a cult, yeah. Yes. They, they um, really did. So, And, I, you know, high magic is the idea of, you know, you can concentrate between uh, what I call thergy and uh, thematurgy or thaumaturgy. I'm not quite sure of the right way to pronounce that word. I just like using it because it looks cool. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> But the difference is, like, thergy is, like, when you're working, like, to use energy and magic to sort of align yourself with some sort of divine aspect and sort of perfect the self, right? To become mm-hmm. more and evolve on a, on a you know, personal and spiritual level. The magic is when you're doing will work. Like, you're trying to create an external effect that you can measure. Like, say, I want to land a new job or, you know, I want to, you know be able to lift, you know, how many hundred pounds over my head with, you know, no problem and that sort of thing. Um, or I want to be luckier. Anything like that would be, you know, the energy, you know, which would fall under a lot of what folk magic does, um, creating an effect, filling an, a material uh, need that you have. Um, and it's not that people who practice high magic don't also do what's called low magic or, you know, will work. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually someone who is very skillful at getting material things done and making their needs will eventually start to work on like that path of perfecting the self because they realize they get this thing and that makes them a little happier. They get this thing, they get that, but it doesn't last because, you know, you got the car that you wanted, you got the house that you wanted, you know, you got the job that you wanted, but you're still you at the end of the day. So if you have issues with yourself, or, you know, in your relationships, which is going to half that relationship's you, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, 
you come to this point where you're like, well, I need to make some changes internally. So I, I think like, and same thing with third G is like, yeah, you can work on all your internal stuff too, but eventually you also need to get your net. And so you start having to say, okay, I need to do some things that are going to create an effect for me and get some of these things that I need, you know, in order to continue on my path. Right. So it's, it's rarely either or some people lean more heavily towards like the folk magic aspect and some people lean more towards like that inner alchemy aspect mm-hmm. and or they go through periods where they're more in one and more another and that's fine um but working i've worked with groups before i don't generally work with groups now mm-hmm. occasionally I'll, I'll i'll go to a gathering at one of my teachers and it's very egalitarian in those uh, gatherings. So, like, in, in fact, one of the shamanic gatherings we have, it's a weather shamanic gathering. So, every month, somebody different leads the group. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Uh, so, and apparently, we're the only weather circle in the country that does it that way. And I'm like, really? It's like how democratic. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that the leadership changes every month. And and then the others that I go to, it's like nobody sits higher than anybody else. That's part of the um, the ethos of that. Now, when I was working with like hermetics, high magic stuff, ceremonial magicians, oh, very much rigid hierarchy. Okay. Um, which I kind of chafe at. Um, so because I'm pretty chaotic, mm-hmm. which they used to they used to use as like a, a slur against me. Ah. <laughs> You're so chaotic. And now I'm like, that's right. I play with chaos. <laughs> In fact, I flirted with chaos today. Um, How was the hierarchy measured? In that, yeah, there was someone that thought they that they knew there, and they did know some stuff, um, and certainly probably knew more than me at the time. But I was also finding my own path, mm-hmm. and it certainly was not their path. Um, so. They had like degrees that they go, you know, kind of like the Masons do. Like, oh. They have, oh, you know, kind of, but it's similar, but not at the same time. So, and there were so many rules, mm. oh, so many rules. And, you know, I have rules too, like don't hurt people, you know, don't manipulate people. Don't, you know, don't, my rule is basically don't be a dick. If you can just follow that one simple rule, that's the only rule you need. Mm-hmm. So it's my one and only commandment is don't be a dick. Yeah. (laughs) That's a good one. That makes sense (laughs) for sure. Uh, So was this at, this is when you were working at the magic shop? Um, That was actually slightly before that. And then, yeah, I mean, so, you know, I I had experience with ceremonial magicians and then I had experience with, I I call fundamentalist Wiccans. Okay. Uh, and so I and I don't mean to bash groups I think you can learn a lot in groups and you can grow um but with groups you have to be really careful and really respectful of everybody and you know adding magic into the ego and the ego desires is like giving it cocaine so (laughs) it gets this real high because you realize I can do things and then you think you're special Mm. And the problem with that is that so is everybody else, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. then you think your special is better than their special, and they think their special is better than your special, and then it's just, just not not good. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like cringing. Yeah. 
Yep, or their special is the only special that should be special. That's right. Like, my special is better than your special, and, like, this is the only way it can happen. Mm-hmm. And I, it's just, I started saying things like, I'm not special. I'm unique. There's a difference. Mm-hmm. And I've told people, you're unique. You're not special. Mm-hmm. And some people see that as a put-down. And it kind of is, but it's also kind of reminding you, hey, as bright and shiny as you think you are, and you are, this person over here is just as bright and shiny. They might be bright and shiny in a different way, mm-hmm. but your bright and shiny does not mean that this person can't be bright and shiny too, and you're not outshining this person over here. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's a good way to put it. Um, so back to like the difference between you said high magic and low magic so high magic would be involving like deities and things like that whereas like a lower magic is more like manifesting like say law of attraction like that type of thing yeah it's kind of more how i look although you can have deities involved in low magic as much as you have in high magic and you could you could definitely do high magic without deities okay um um, the way I've understood it, which again is the way I've understood it, other people might have a different definition of it, but mm-hmm. high magic is where you're working on like perfecting the inner workings of the self. Oh. I think, I think it's kind of like the alchemist goal mm-hmm. of which the gold, by the way, that producing gold was kind of like just proof that you ha- that you knew your stuff, like mm-hmm. you could do it. Because you had that ability. It's, it wasn't the end goal was to make gold. Mm. Okay. Um, because in the East, like in the Far East, they did it completely. Like, it's like the Philosopher's Stone is the idea is the great work. Um, oh. And that is usually tied up somewhat in high magic. In the Far East, what they did is they tried to create that stone within the self. So you had like the Taoists that would create their whole stick was to become immortal like to create a light body which was like a mirror of this body but made out of light that you could then pop in and out of existence whenever you wanted it's like i could live a year over here and then i could just pop into like the ethereal plane and be timeless for a bit and then pop in and out um so things like qigong and a lot of um i guess yogic practices to transcend the self a lot of that is the same kind of idea this search for enlightenment is similar in a sense to that creation of the philosopher's stone in the west it's just they they focused all internal and in the west the alchemist externalized that like the external was the proof mm-hmm. interesting so then you made the transition out of that and like but you've always done tarot right like you still do tarot oh yeah yeah oh yeah I've got someone booked tomorrow, so yes. <laughs> <laughs> so would tarot reading be in a middle ground with when we talk about magical practices? Where does that fall? Um, I categorize that under divination, which is one of the uses for... Like, I once was... I, I thought really highly of myself, and I'm like, these are the correct uses of magic. And this, this, mm-hmm. this, and this, and this, and this. And like, you know, like protection divination, manifestation, healing. And I was like, that's all you need, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure other people can come up with other stuff, but um, I was like, this is the, these are the only, you know, approved uses. I'm like, <laughs> cause you know, I felt so highly of myself, but I was in that 
you know, trying to define everything and, you know, control. Awesome. You made it to the end of this amazing Patreon exclusive. If you like more of this content, please become a patron. Link down below. Thank you.